Good morning, Sheila. How are you doing this morning? Wayne, I'm doing wonderfully. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. It's a blue sky, not a cloud in the sky. It is. I think we can agree on it being a beautiful day. I think it is. Yes, indeed. And welcome, everyone, to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we explore the fascinating world of verbs and their impact on our daily lives. Join us each week as we delve into different ways verbs shape our language and influence our interactions as we attempt to make a positive difference in our world, one verb at a time. Thank <laughs> and, you. And, and Sheila, this is our countdown towards episode 100. This is episode number 83. Can you believe that? I just, uh, I'm still enjoying it. I'm enjoying it even more than I did the first episode. Uh, me too. And and, and guess what? The the best one we've ever had is going to be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Yes. I, you mean this one for, for now? Well, this one for now, yes. Okay. Today, All but right. the next okay. one's going to be the best one after this one. That's yes. true. That's true. <laughs> and Sheila, what verb are we talking about today? Oh, today's verb is to establish. And I've got two definitions. The first is to set up an organization, system, or set of guides. Uh uh, or to found or build. And then the second one is to achieve permanent acceptance or recognition for something. Ah, and and I don't have those specific ones, but okay. mine are pretty close. But I do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of them. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, <laughs> jump on in. All right, here we go. Number one, to start a company or organization that will continue for a long time. Okay. Two, to start having a relationship with or communicating with another person, company, country, or organization. Okay. To cause something or someone to be accepted in a familiar, a familiar workplace, mm. position, or etc. Okay. Mm. To discover or get proof of something. Mm -hmm. I like that one. Mm. To start something that will last for a long time, mm -hmm. or to create or set something in a particular way. Mm-hmm. To cause something or someone to be accepted generally. <laughs> okay. That one seemed a little lackluster, but that's okay. Okay. And my last one, to prove something or show the state of something, especially by collecting facts or information about it. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. So one thing they seem to have in common is uh, a well-founded and long-term uh, and fact-based uh, concept. Yes. Frame, framework. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And, and Sheila, where can our listeners find you or oh, contact you? Thank you for asking. Zeke and Sheila at yahoo.com. And you can find me at mindsinking.com or my email address, Wayne at mindsinking.com. And mindsinking is spelled M-I-N-D-S-Y-N-C-I-N-G. Thank you. But, Wayne, do you have a trivia question today? I do have a trivia question. All right, Thank you for asking. <laughs> yes. All right. So the trivia question is, and I will tell you the, the, I will give you the answer at the end. Okay. Where were the first highway systems established? Ever or in a country? Just or is where? that asking too much? Just where? Okay. Thank you. It, but, but, you but you're, but you're asking great questions. Okay. Good. Okay. And I will tell you at the end of this segment okay. what the answer is. Okay. All right. 
Now, how did you find this word? I know other words we said we've struggled. We, it was a challenge. It was fun. How did you, when you first heard to, when you first heard establish, what did you think immediately? My first thought was, I keep going back to the United States Constitution. And so a lot, ah. uh, several times the word established is mentioned there as, for an example, in the first of the five objectives listed in the preamble, which is to establish a justice system. Um, so, um, but I, but uh, since we talked last week about repeal and I mentioned the constitution a lot, I thought I want to, I want to go in a different direction. And so okay, it was a little bit challenging at first because it was like how to establish a research program, how to establish a medical center. You know, mm. I couldn't find something that hooked it all together, but then I did stumble on something that made it a lot of fun. How about you? Ah, okay. I, I can't wait to hear that. Okay. Cause I like fun. I do too. Is just saying, I like fun. Yep, <laughs> yes. Too. All right. And when I first heard established, I thought, wow, okay, a great word. And boy, easier than repeal. Yes. And, and then I started looking down my narrow path of, okay, personal, professional, personal, professional, mm -hmm. work, relations. Eh, and I found it to be redundant the words that I was reading in the research. Uh -huh. And I also found it, it is when I used to teach um, organization behavior and yeah. communication and leadership for four, six, 16 years, I guess. Um, I found the articles that I was reading, the words I was researching, they were similar, but different. And everyone tried to articulate in their own way why their word was different and should be better oh. than anybody else's word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I thought, okay, come on, let's get off of this train and let's get to some, some facts here and, and things that we could, I could take to the podcast. So I found some things. Okay. Thanks for, right. for keeping on digging. Oh my goodness. It was, it was, it turned into a challenge because I was tired of hearing people say using trendy words or trendy, yeah. Yeah. you know, phrases. I'm the, oh, come on. They let's don't get have any meaning. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Let's get away from the trends. Let's get to the meat. Good. Good. All right. <laughs> All right. So I salt and peppered it and got, got out the flavor that I wanted. <laughs> ah, good. Good. There we go. So here's, here's my first couple. Great. For personal and professional um, comparisons, I said at home, we establish rules. You know, mom and dad laid down the law, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Oh, you have right. to do this at this time. You have to do your chores. You've got to make your bed. You've got to do your homework. Um, and at work, we establish what? Policies, regulations, guidelines, and standards, mm -hmm. which is basically the rules. Right. <laughs> so I said, okay, there's, a, there's a, a symbiotic relationship with that. And at home, we do all kinds of other things. We establish, ooh, a garden. We establish a pattern of how many, what friends I'm going to interact with. At home, I establish, wow, what eating times are. Ah. I'm not sure about you, but when I was growing up, we had to have dinner every night at 5.15 because my dad got off uh, at yeah. 4.45 and it took him to about 35 minutes to get home. So, um, I'm sorry, not 4.15, uh, five, not 4.15, but 5.30, we would have to have dinner um, because he would get home, get off at 4.45, be home by 5.15, and at 5.30, we had to eat dinner. 
And if you didn't get to the dinner table uh, at 530, uh, you missed dinner. Oh. <laughs> the kitchen was closed. Okay. <laughs> so that rule was established pretty early on, and I understood it. And, and <laughs> <laughs> yes, I didn't do miss you, many meals. <laughs> do, you, do you still salivate at 530? <laughs> I, you know... <laughs> Thank you for asking that question. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> the clock goes off of my head and, and my wife goes, isn't it too early? No, it's not too early. <laughs> that was established a long time ago. <laughs> it's beyond my control. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. How about you? What's going on? Well, I uh, enjoyed this because a little bit uh, like you, but different, I started looking at the things that it's important to establish uh, throughout your life at different seasons of life. And so (laughs) the first one is not maybe everybody's uh, need, but it's to establish paternity. And um, I just because this was this uh, topic kind of uh, interested me, I looked up four random states and uh, in terms of what their uh, their state guidelines are for establishing paternity. And Oregon is pretty straightforward. It's for financial benefits and support. Mm. Uh, Michigan is a little friendlier. They put in, you know, emotional ties and family ties and medical history. Uh, Mississippi is even more friendly because they really want to get that emotion in there, that emotional connection. But the first, (laughs) the first state that was just so direct, not only did it say it's for legal purposes, but they also gave right there on their front page an option to disestablish paternity and a process that you go through. (laughs) Well, okay, that's pretty straightforward. All right. Yes. <laughs> establishing paternity. One of the first things. Uh, and then just when you're younger, other things are establishing residency for your school tuition yes. or for what elementary or, or public school you would go to. Uh, and then I've got a lot of good things once you get to young adulthood and middle adulthood. And I'll pause there and let you do your next one. Okay. As I was looking at the professional list, of things that I said, hmm, we can establish or we have established, or that I've taught that we can establish. Um, And a couple of these are basically compatible personal and professional. And here's the first ones that are personal and professional. We establish trust. And trust is a two-way street. As you establish trust, just because you're the leader doesn't mean that people have to trust you. And just because you are the significant other doesn't mean that everyone else is going to trust you as your significant other does. Mm -hmm. We all have to establish that trust. And there, again, there are boundaries and there are ways that we do that. We establish communication. Wow. And today, in today's world, establishing communication is tougher, Mm. as I have found in the research and just personal experience, Communication is tougher, not because of what we say or how we say it, but what mechanism or method or media we use to communicate. We mm. have social media, which is texting and emailing mm-hmm. and, and Instagram and YouTube. And the telephone has been long forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and COVID kind of put 
a distance between communication of face-to-face -face where we have to use those other things, where it's going to be either Zoom or Skype or, mm -hmm. or, something, or in meeting or something else. Or, again, um, texting, mm -hmm. emailing. Sending smoke signals. Who knows? <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> right? Pigeons. And, and here's, the, here's what I have found the secret is. No matter who you are, whether it's personal or professional, you have to establish. Da -da, did you see what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Well done. You have to establish with that other person the best way to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm just going to do what I do that is comfortable for me, and I send you an email, that person may not look at emails, but maybe once a week because mm -hmm. they're Good on point. because they're on social media, because they're texting or they're doing other things and they don't look at emails. Right. So the so the secret today is how best to contact you. Um, Good idea. how best to communicate with you. Good and idea. they can tell you, oh, telephone, text, email, face to face, but you've got to have that discussion. You've got to have that communique before you can establish what is the best way to do that. As an example, if I were to communicate with you, the worst way would be to do a thumbs up through Skype. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tried that once. <laughs> and, and I didn't look at Skype. And yeah, I so I was so waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of Wayne, don't try that technique. <laughs> Yes. You know, I have a quote that kind of fits with uh, what you started out there with. Um, okay. And this is Steve Young, who was an Amer is an American athlete. And he said, I worked very hard my entire career to establish myself as a leader, but I wasn't a leader until I was perceived as one. Ooh. Okay. Uh, huh. It doesn't so much talk about the communication, but when you first started out, you were talking about um, establishing yourself as a leader in your field. Yes, absolutely. I, and that t makes total sense. Mm -hmm. it, it, it certainly does. All right. Um, now, this next one led me to a, an article. So the next one is, I said, we have to establish expectations. Mm -hmm. And I, I said to myself, okay, what does that really mean? In, in a personal relationship or a professional relationship, what does that mean? And in a personal one, establishing expectation is, um, I, I think that's, and it has to ob obviously be mutual, but that is a respect and a trust and a honesty issue that you set up with your partner, whomever that's going to be. Mm -hmm. And and you say, okay, this is what I expect of you, and this is what you can expect from me. And and I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty clear. But I went to the website and I looked up, hmm, expectations for employees because I think I know what that is, and I've done mm -hmm. it. And I do it and I've taught it, mm -hmm. but I wanted to see what everyone else was saying again. So Brian O'Connell in his article, and this is from taken from the Society for Human Resource Management, he came up with six tips on setting expectations for employees. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I started with his and I said, okay, that's pretty generic. I already know those. I think there's a couple more. I've taught these. Let me see what other people say. <laughs> other people said the same thing. They just said it in different words and different mm -hmm. terms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I go back to the redundancy and the trends. Ooh, it's trendy to say it this way or whatever. Uh -huh. So I circle back and I say, okay, Brian, you get it. <laughs> okay. You get to go to our podcast today. Go, so Brian. Here, here are the six tips. Okay. One, emphasize objectives. 
Wow. All right. Number two to setting expectations for employees, set expectations early. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I think, you know, people say, oh, that's a no brainer. But I hear and I see that a lot of people don't do that. You're right. Especially if they're in a training program and everybody gets busy and no one's doing the training after all. Yeah, exactly. I've seen that happen. Okay. The third one, make employees accountable. Wow. Now there's a novel concept. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, because I see a lot of things on the news. I see a lot of things in, in public. Um, and I'm like, you, you know what? You, you, we got to be held accountable. But I don't think, I don't know that many individuals understand what accountable accountability really means. Uh, okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, let's, I, what is your definition then? My definition of accountable is, okay, accountable is you have to be answerable. Mm -hmm. You get to answer to it. Why did you do that? Now, you don't ask a four-year-old why you did that. Or <laughs> <a six -year -old. laughs> I paused for a minute there because one of the questions my mother was saying would say when we were young is, what were you thinking? And I was saying to myself, I was thinking it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, but holding people accountable. Here's the expectations, and if you don't do this, there are consequences. And if you do do that, there are consequences. Um, yeah. and, and so just holding people accountable, holding them, you know, holding them to the, to, to the expectations we've set up, and if you do this, then this happens. If you don't do this, then this happens. And, and make them answer to that. Number four, give meaningful feedback. Yes. And you don't do it when you're sitting down to write the appraisal. <laughs> no, during the process so they can do something with it. Right. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And, and number five, he says, leverage motivation. And I thought, okay, now, hmm, what does that mean? So I kind of read further in the article, and it says to gain insight into what motivates employees. Mm, okay. Another person who he was talking to said it is because you manage managers could invite workers into their office for an informal chat, ask them where they want to be in two or three years from now. And he said that this will give you a clear insight about what they're planning and how the goals you set will be able to take them where they want to go. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought about that. And I said, all right, I, I see the point <clears throat> and I enjoy it. I like leveraging motivation, but I took it when I taught and when I interacted with my clients, I did it slightly different because it wasn't about the goals I set for them. It was about the goals we set together for them. Mm, gotcha. It wasn't what you saw yourself doing in two years or three years so that I could get a clear picture as to what it was or how I could help you. Mm -hmm. I just asked them, hey, what motivates you? <laughs> I don't care about two years or three years from now. What motivates you right now? What can I do to help you motivate yourself to get to the next stop? And they'll, if you ask them, they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. As opposed to saying, oh, what do you want to do for in two, what, where do you want to be in two years? And then have to guess how they can get there. No, you tell me right now what motivates you. And if doing presentations does not motivate you, guess what I'm not going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Good. 
Yes. All right. And the last one that, okay. that he says is, and again, very, very good. Make it measurable. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Make it measurable. So yeah. at this point in time, you should be here. Now, it's not a yardstick, right, or a ruler right. that right. we have, but it certainly is. Have you hit Have you hit the objectives? Have you hit the milestones? Have you hit the goals? Um because if you are doing it correctly, you should be here at this point. And, and that makes it great. And I also have a, another little acronym, but I'll talk to you later. I'll tell you later. It's your okay. turn. Please go ahead. Okay. Well, I just long. wanted to give another quote based a little bit on what you had started with there about establishing um, yourself in the workplace. And an American attorney named Bella Abzug was famous for wearing hats. And she said, I began wearing hats as a young lawyer because it helped me to establish my professional identity. Before that, whenever I was at a meeting, someone would ask me to get coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I do remember her always wearing hats. And now I know why. I, I was curious about that. So. And this goes back to when you're establishing my list of different things you establish at different times in your life, different seasons in your life. Uh, one of them is to establish yourself in a new community. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the, as it turns out, the ways to do these things are very similar, even though the outcome is a different objective. So you, you look for local events, you volunteer your time, you shop locally, you support local sports teams. When I lived in a very small community in Idaho many years ago, everybody in town went to the Friday night high school football game, uh -huh. whether they had students in this school or not. It was it was what it was one of the community identities. Um, you talked about establishing yourself in the workplace, but that's another one is you're finding a, your first job or or moving to a new job. Um, and and to do that, it was really interesting. First, you I get these lists like you were finding, have a positive attitude, be dedicated to the job, develop professional relationships. But I found one that was a little bit on the tangent, and it said, regardless of what the corporate ladder looks like, note who is the influencer, the person who is actually mm. getting things done, who is actually... Um, motivating other people, whether that's their job description or not, you know, who, yes. who is influencing everybody. So I yes. really liked that little um, off, offshoot. And I remember in a podcast you did years ago, you were talking about how a military officer's best friend could be the, um, are you remembering this, this scenario? I'm remembering the scenario. Okay. Yes. Can you describe it because uh because No, it, please it was... go ahead. Go. <laughs> <laughs> was the maybe the non-commissioned officer who had been there for a long time and really knew what was going on. And so okay. instead of trying to establish authority over that person, establish uh camaraderie with that person. I, so. here's here's something that I, I learned just a, a couple maybe a couple months ago okay. um from a person that I that I was learning. He was my he was a, a coach of mine. Okay. And he told me um, that when he was in the military, he learned that there are two kinds of stuff. There's officer stuff and there's sergeant stuff. Ah, sergeant stuff. Okay. <laughs> and he said when he was a commanding officer, um, he was going to do one thing with some of the individuals who worked for him. But his first sergeant said, no, sir. No, 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 sir. Here, let, let's, let's go in the back room. And so they went into the back room and the sergeant told him, sir, that's officer stuff. 
And that's not going to work the way we want it. To, the outcome's not going to be the way we want. Let me do some sergeant stuff, and I think <laughs> I can fix this. <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> and he did, and it was great. Yes. Yeah, so, so awesome. that's what you talked about. Yes. Yes. I, okay. Yes. All right. And, and I liked. Who was the young lady with the hats? Bella Abzug. Bella. Bella, Bella, because Bella established a brand. She did, yes. Because we established brands, and she established a brand that says, all right, when, when she's wearing the hat, you got to look at me differently because I don't do coffee. I don't That's get right. coffee. <laughs> That's right. That's yes. right. All right. And I'm looking at the clock, and okay. oh, my goodness, it's already 24 minutes. Ah. Well, I'll tell you what, Wayne. Let me just give one more quote, yes. and then Please. I want to hear the answer to Excuse me, to your trivia question. Okay. Uh, Canadian novelist Margaret Atwood said, Atwood said, heroes need monsters to establish their heroic credentials. You need wow. something scary to overcome. Wow. <laughs> I thought that is both, a, both a, 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 a writer's tool, but also something to think about in life. I've seen that theme in a lot of movies over time. So I'm not going to go into detail, but other things to establish in your life are establishing a family, establishing a legacy mm. and, mm. and establishing meaning in your life when, when you're, when you're aged or injured or, or, or fired different things that could knock you back a few steps, how to establish a new way of going about life. So yes. um, let's hear your trivia question. Okay. My trivia Answer. question. The answer is, okay, the question was, where, now, these words are very important. Where were the first highway systems established? I went to the net, and it was all over the place. And I went mm. from one source to the next source to the next source, and they talked about um, highways from a different perspective. You know, one has to be careful with this question, because initially mm. I found all sorts of answers to the question. There were sources that suggested the Romans and the Guatemalans mm -hmm. established the first superhighway systems in the world for transportation purposes for goods. Mm -hmm. They talked about the transportation system in ancient Egypts, um, where the ancient Egyptians were using them for, you know, transport transportation of goods and communications via the the rivers and the mm. and the and and the and the streams and lakes mm -hmm. and things mm -hmm. for transporting goods or whatever. And then um in National Geographic they had this whole article and there was a one liner <laughs> and it was about nine words, period. And that was mm -hmm. it. And it says National Geographic. National Geographic said, when it comes to automobile ownership, European countries were the first to establish highway systems. Oh. And that was it. And I'm like Oh, okay. I guess that's the answer I was looking for, but there's so many other answers yeah. to this question. <laughs> yeah. So, so there you go. Okay. And the last thing I'm going to say is I, I talked about the acronym, um, or I talked about an acronym when I said make it measurable. I said, oh, there's something I want to say. When you're looking at expectations or you're looking at goals, I know we all know the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T. Make it specific, make it measurable, make it achievable, make it relevant, and make it time-bound. And with that, mm -hmm. I'm going to ask you, hey, Sheila, thank you very much. And would you take us home, please? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Wayne. Uh, turns out we had an awful lot to say about how to establish or establishment or establishing 
And uh, so thank you for listening to us. We welcome your feedback. If you've got ideas about things we missed, uh, feel free to contact us. And Wayne, thank you very much. And thank you, folks, for listening. And thank you, Sheila, as well. And thank you, everyone. Again, episode 83, 100 is coming. we got something Yay. special coming for us. Yay. Thank you very much, everyone. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.